The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And always, we have a great show. We've got a guest, former NBA player, registered to be. Um, coming on with us today, uh, we just want to hope everybody had a good, fun, safe um, holiday weekend for the 4th. Uh, I'm sure everybody had a lot of food and fireworks, so that's a good thing, you know. Stay for is the best. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit, you know, the hottest topic is football. It's probably start back up, but the hottest topic is about the NBA, all the free agents, you know. Everybody know LeBron and um, Camilla Anthony, you know, which team they're going to go for. A lot of people feel whatever team they go to, they're going to be a championship. So we're going to discuss that with Reggie and find out what he thinks about that. Um, if they're going to, LeBron or Camilla Anthony, going to be the answer to what the team is looking for. So we'll get to talk with him and get his opinion on that. Uh, we'll go around and talk a little bit of NFL. Teddy Cap will be starting up. They got the hottest things that, you know, they feel the hottest. Well, that's Vegas. Or who they feel is going to be the Super Bowl champion. So, uh, we'll discuss that. And uh, we also, you know, Glass Soccer is how I moved over. <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, USA is out of it. Uh, that's pretty good. They play well this year. So, it's going to be a good show, you know. Uh, well, to which I guess call in, we'll talk about the uh, NFL. You know, they have, um, uh, for the AFC, they had the Broncos going back. You know, they picked up a few guys off the waiver for free agency. This should help their defense. I think that was a problem. So we're going to look for the um, Broncos to go back. We at least say the championship over the AFC. But you have to look towards the uh, New England Patriots. They picked up some good defensive players, so it's going to be, you know, give them a run this year and see where they go with it. That's going to be good, especially, you know, um, Tom Brady. You never count Tom out. That's what they say. When you have a good quarterback like him, you'll never count him out. So, also, we're going to talk about the AMC, go back to the NFC. You know, we always have Seattle. You know, they feel Seattle with the team to beat. And you know how it is. Once you win the Super Bowl, it's hard to go back and win it the year the next year. So, Seattle, they got the 49ers, which is a strong team. Time runs every year. See how they do this year. 
flagship station for sports voice america sports want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience tune in to sports info um with daryl oliver and sam sword we'll talk about the drafts play-by-play and even what's happening in the offseason daryl and sam had the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past present and future we'll cover the camps on and off field and everything else football and beyond sports info um is heard mondays at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific on the voice america sports channel follow the voice america talk radio network on twitter we're at voice america trn you'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and general happenings that you should know about at the voice america talk radio network now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office just go to twitter.com forward slash voice america trn or follow along with us at voice america trn the voice america talk radio network We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Are we going to play porn and music or not? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. And like I say, I'm just waiting on my guests to call in, but but we yeah, we get me. That's a good thing. You don't get to chat with me. Uh, we want to get back into. Uh, we don't want to start with the NBA yet until we get our guests, but we can chat about the um, baseball. You know a little bit about baseball. You know, a lot of people say baseball is boring, but it's not. Um, the thing about baseball is so many games that it seems like it's boring, but that's a really great team, and actually that's a good sport to watch. Um, you know, you have your major team and everybody's a Yankee fan. Um, Yankees not doing too well this year. I mean they they who they are, you know, they win winning games and you know, it'll all come out to uh with a down to the last few games of the season for the Yankees, I think. Um I can see them not making the playoffs again this year. Um, but you have the Boston Red Sox who won it last year. Um oh, I guess Reggie Slater, are you there? Yes, sir. Feeling the love. I'm sorry. I'm feeling the love a little late, but I'm I'm here. <laughs> That's all right. We got the love, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to have you on, Ranch. Um, always, like I say, it's a pleasure to take time out to be on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for inviting me. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good, Kev? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, Ranch, I was trying to wait to get started. I mean, but, um. I was telling all the listeners out there that uh, the uh, NFL training camp was probably start, but that's not the hottest thing that's going around. It's on TV. Let's get, you know, I can tell the listeners to get your uh, opinion about what's going to go on. Let's start off with, um, well, you know, free agency, um, you know, the draft is over with. So let's start with the draft, Reggie. Um, Andrew Wiggins went to um, Cleveland, and the other guy went to um, Minnesota, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, how do you think those two young guys going to fare out? You know, coming out those first year. Well, I think that, I think it's a um, it's a it's, it's a it's a transition that you have to get used to. Everybody does because you know it's just like going from middle school when you're a top dog when you're in eighth grade, and then going to high school where even though you're the top dog there, you're still a freshman. So you know, unless you're one of those breakout breakout stars. With some of these guys may be Andrew, uh, Jabari, Joel, Aaron, any of these guys, they may be a breakout star. But it's going to take a little bit of adjustment, not just with the play, the physicality, the mental aspect of it, but the demands that are made on you. All of a sudden, you get all these extra cousins and whatnot, and that starts playing on your mental uh, part, along with the time and commitment that you that you're going to be on. You're going to be on planes all the time. Um, so, I mean, I think they'll do well. 
Uh, you know, I was surprised. Andrew Wiggins actually is the son of a guy named Mitchell Wiggins, who I used to watch as a kid. So it's cool, uh, or at least maybe that's the wrong adjective. It makes me feel old that <laughs> I used to watch his dad play. Uh, I played, and now this guy's played. So I'm like a third generation. Uh, or, you know, he's at least a third generation. I'm feeling kind of old right now. <laughs> But, I mean, do you see, as as they say, um, these players helping the team to the championship right now? I mean, let's start off with uh, Andrew Williams. He's at Cleveland, right? Um, uh-huh. If LeBron don't come yet, do you see them being a tender? Well, if he keeps his head on correct, I think each piece of the puzzle is really important. And if this kid can go there and focus and carve out a niche, uh, he may not have immediate impact, but over the long run, he could be somebody that could give them that extra win to get them in the playoffs or be able to hit that extra shot or make that extra play that pushes his team past the first round and into the second round. I mean, every bit of the piece of, piece of the puzzle is very, very, very important. Yeah, that is true. I, I totally agree with you that, but... Let's, let's jump back to that. They hit the first-round pick for the last few years. And you have these young guys. I mean, you have, like, uh, Wall that came out with Washington and all like that. Uh-huh. Can these young guys, I mean, I mean, if you put a LeBron there, can they play and win a chapter for them? Can they handle the pressure? Well, I think through proper leadership, these guys can win championship. Uh, I think it wasn't until... Uh, uh, LeBron got to to Miami, and they had a leader as strong as Pat Riley, who had his disciple, uh, the guy from the current coach there, to guide them into winning a championship. Um, you know, Michael Jordan, as great as he is, it wasn't until he had a leader like Phil Jackson uh, come aboard that got him to the championships. Great players, as great as they are, they they only can go so far. They need the guidance. They need the mentorship of great leaders to match their efforts uh, to help guide them and show them the way. So, sure, those, these guys can make a great impact, but the culture at Cleveland has to change. The expectations, the, the, the total guidance has to change. Do you see LeBron, if he do go there, do you see him changing that culture? Because I think that if LeBron goes to Cleveland, there's going to be a lot of demands made. And, you know, because even though LeBron is in his prime right now, uh, he's, you know, he's 30 years old. So he's got, you know, he's got more, 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 more yesterdays of great plays than he has of tomorrow's of great plays. He won't be playing the same way at 40 if he's still playing as he is now. So, he needs immediate help. It's not a building year at this stage in his career. So with that being said, Cleveland is going to do whatever they can to place the best coaches and players around him to make it attractive to him so that he comes there immediately. And, and uh, you know, being that he's got two championships under his belt, he'd be a great mentor for this Wiggins kid. You said a good thing that you said, uh, well, we'll talk about that later about LeBron's demand, but 
I mean, you look at it, and all, each one of these teams, you know, remember, Red, I know when you played, you know, and back in when Jordan now, you know, you weren't looking to go on nobody's team and just jump on there and these superstars. Each superstar wanted to have their own team. Am I right? Like, he had Larry Bird at Boston. Michael Jordan had the uh, Bulls. Now you're seeing that these superstars looking for this guy play like LeBron played with Dwayne Wade. Why is that? Well, you know, you start to get more business-minded guys. Uh, you know, early on in the career, you know, that old term comes to mind when your vocation is like a vacation and you know you have the right job. You know, when you get back to these guys that played way back in the ABA or in the 70s when the NBA was just starting, or, uh, 80s, and, and part of the 90s, guys played the game because they loved the game. And the guys now do love the game. I'm not saying anything about the guys that are here right now. But they're so business savvy. They, the, the books have been open, and they have started you know, reading the numbers. And if they haven't read the numbers, their parents or their entourage have read the numbers. So that plays into the decision-making process as it has never played before. Uh, you know, uh, we went through a process where it was carte blanche in the, in the 90s when, when, when the books were opened up and guys started making big contracts. Well, it became a little bit uneven, and so uh, the owners self-imposed a, a, a uh, parameters on themselves. Uh, you know, there's an, okay, well, you know, you're gonna, you know, you have the Larry Bird clause, or you can do five years with a maximum of this, or four years with a maximum of that. So... Uh, guys became automatic students of finance. So they want to make sure they do the most advantageous things for them to not only impact their legacy, but also to ensure that financially their family and their, you know, when I was playing, it was always three generations. If you're really one of the big guys, you want to ensure that you've got three generations that are taken care of. Yeah. Uh, is it? I'm trying. I'm trying to go there with this. Is it about? I mean, because I know when I played all like that, we looked at you know, it's like okay, you know, you love the game. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, yeah. And now, and you said a good thing. You said it's a. It's about you know. It's a business. Everybody trying to win, but it's about money. You know, trying to get the most money because now you hear the saying the owner don't care about the players. They don't want money. Now the players are trying to get their money and get out. Do you see that? Oh, absolutely. As I said before, you know, in the, in the 90s when I was playing, and I'm sure it was in the 80s too, you were just, I mean, you are happy that you're, hey, look, I'm playing basketball, making hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe millions of dollars, and I'm just doing, a, 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 playing a kid's game. Very fortunate. Well, when the appeal of the league opened up, you know, from the ABA to the NBA with Dr. J, the explosion that happened when Magic and Larry started uh, um, uh, playing against each other, the 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 the, the Titan-like explosion when Jordan came on the scene, and it's just kept on expanding. So, guys, again, it's it's not just hey man, I can make hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars of playing. It's now moved into the mindset of I can make millions of dollars set myself up for life, and my children, and my children's children. These are thoughts that were not in the process back in, you know, 15 years ago. But these are things that play a major decision uh, now. You know, equivalently, 
you, I see some guys that are getting paid well. For instance, the gentleman from uh, from Indiana, yeah. uh, I think his name is Stevenson. He just turned down a deal, if I remember correctly, and it was approximately forty five million for five years. Now, a player of his caliber back in the nineties, although he plays a lot of, with a lot of guts, I, I'm not I, I'm not confident that he get you know presented that amount of money. But because of the, the, the parameters and the rules that have been imposed um, uh, now, and it's a good thing because guys are getting paid, uh, 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 players have more options. And loyalty is second or third on the list as compared to making sure, again, that I'm financially compensated and I'm putting my family in a position that we won't have to worry for two to three generations. Greg, um, uh, I'm gonna turn the table real quick. Uh, I had a question on, um, I guess, and I'm kind of if you could explain it. The guys was asking, how do they get paid that? You said the guy just turned out forty five million. Kind of explain that one because in the NFL it can say forty five million, but with the NFL they can cut you and you don't get that money. With the NBA you still get that money. Am I wrong or right? If you make a, if you have a guaranteed contract, most times. Uh, what I've seen, uh, your contract is going to be guaranteed if you're one of these upper-tier players. Uh, maybe on the third or fourth year, you have the option. Say that you were playing at a level, I'm just throwing out um, ambiguous uh, just numbers out here. Uh, if you're playing at a level eight, and, and it, all of a sudden in that third year of a five-year contract, your level of play has increased to a level nine. And instead of getting that, Ten million dollars, your fifth and uh, fourth and fifth year through free agency, you're able to put yourself out there, and you're able to make. You have the option of asking for twelve or thirteen. I see that a lot more than anything else right now. Case in point is what happened with all of the Heat players. All of those guys signed five year deals, but they had the option to opt out of current contract and explore the free. Uh, free market uh, arena to see if they can get more money. Now, had they not opted out, then the the the, the remainder of their uh, contract would have been honored. The only problem is, and this is brought out early on, the cap for Miami, or I'm sorry, the NBA cap, without going through luxury tax, I believe is is somewhere north of sixty million dollars. And each one of these guys, accumulatively together, would have been. Uh, somewhere around $65 million, leaving 4 to $5 million to to spend on, uh, you know, nine more players, and which would have been difficult. And so that's, that's, that makes it different now. Let's go into what you were saying. The guy has a chance for $45 million, and you see these players uh, want these big contracts and big money. You know, uh, when it says they got a hundred some million, how much are they actually getting with? Well, I mean, it's just like any other business. They're going to get taxed by Uncle Sam. And uh, the players themselves, we have a pension, and I can't remember the percentage. All in all, if, 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 out of every dollar that you're, you're, you're making guaranteed, you're probably going to receive 45 cents. Right. You know, 40, 40 to 45 cents. Because of very, I mean, when you play in every, and as you know, and you know this too, when you play in different states and different cities, 
you get taxed at whatever state tax, city tax, it is that you're in. As well as yeah. other things that come down the expense sheet. So, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're still making a lot of money, but you're not, you know, making all of it. You gotta pay your taxes and players dues and pensions and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's funny too, because a lot of people are like, well, a hundred some million, they don't understand you're not getting a hundred some million, you know? If you, if you sign a, if somebody was fortunate enough to, to, I mean, if somebody was fortunate enough to sign a hundred million dollar deal, they'll net you know, they'll net probably forty-five to forty-three million dollars uh, on that contract. But yeah, of course, you, know, you got ta- again. Taxes is the biggest thing, but the uh, taxes and pensions. Shut. It might be forty. It's a pension. I can't remember if that's five percent or maybe eight percent. But it's a it's a significant portion, and that's put in place because you know you got all these young fellows that are getting up this enormous amount of money early on, and and, and they'll start off with the best of intentions to take care of their mother, uh, to 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 reward the people who supported them through all the tough times, sacrifices, and struggles that they endured in order to position themselves to be able to play uh, in the NBA. But the unfortunate reality of it is that, you know, there's a very short shelf life in any professional career, at least uh, in the NFL or, or NBA or or any of those careers like that. So the money that you're making, you know, guys, I've seen guys blow, you know, if they have contracts for $3 million, I've seen them blow $3 million. And and the common phrase is, well, I'll, I'll make it up and start saving on my next contract. But tomorrow's not promised. There's always a hungry 20-year-old, 21-year-old out there starving to get what you got. So that pension plan was put in place, you know, for guys like that. I mean, I think the biggest, uh, the biggest culprit that in recent, that, that received the biggest media attention, two of the biggest guys that come to my mind are Alan Iverson and uh, Antoine Walker. And these are guys that have, you know, they have declared bankruptcy or, or chapter or whatever, uh, 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 to, to escape, uh, you know, financial downfall. But, you know, these guys have both made in excess of a hundred million dollars. And, you know, before they're even 40, they're broke. <laughs> I mean, that's... that's well, Rand, we're going to do... I ain't cut you off. We got to take a break. But this is what I want to do with this show, Rand. I want to have fun with you today. I sent out yeah. emails. I want them... I, I want to do a trivia with you. And I asked all the uh, readers, um, the listeners, to send me some trivia questions back. Please. So I got a bunch of them here. You know, I'm going to do uh, each time a break. I'm going to read one. So you see, we want to see where you at, Rand. Is that all right? Sounds good to me, man. Let me know. Feeling the love. All right. So what we're going to do is take a break. We'll come back. We'll start with one of them. I got two, about 80 of them, but we'll get through how many we can through the show. This is Jane Love and my guest for me. We play Reggie Slater. You feeling the rest? Feeling the love, brother. Feeling the love. <laughs> right back. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, 
self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, and my guest from NBA Player Resistance Lady, the Reds. I'm there, fell in love, fell in love. Let's kick it down. Rich, we got a caller, we got to ask a question. Vaughn from Colorado, are you there? I'm here, yep. How, How you doing, Vaughn? Oh, I'm doing great. How about you guys? Excellent. Okay. So, um, my question was, being that the World Cup is over, I think, maybe it's still going, uh, maybe it's, my question was, why do you think America never really caught on with soccer? I'm going to let you handle that one, Randy. <laughs> I have my own thoughts on that, and being that I played in, in uh, professional sports in Europe, uh, the reason I think that soccer is, it, 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 it's, it's a big thing in America. It's just not, and I agree with you, but it's not as big as it is in Europe. I think the thing with Americans is, and I love them, I'm from America, I'm from American, is Americans, we need instant gratification. We need, whether it's basketball, two points, three points, you know, very, very quick pace. If it's football, we need seven, you know, six points on the board and an extra point. Uh, and, and we lack patience. Um, yeah. And we like things that give us instant gratifications, whereas Europe uh, is much older, and they, you know, they're perfectly fine if the game's 1-0. And these guys will play, what, 80 minutes or longer? I'm not sure the duration of the game. But it's a difference in uh, uh, the lifestyles, difference. And, and that type of thing, and, and and because I think some of these games in soccer are one zero, or you know four to three or four to two in such a long time period, uh, you know you don't have goals coming every I don't know uh, fifteen minutes. That's one of the reasons why it has not caught hold to such a huge audience comparatively as it has in Europe. Uh, those are my thoughts. Oh yeah, yeah that's fantastic sport. I, I kind of, too, I was going to say the same thing with Reggie is, you see how they change the game of, of football? They want to be more faster now with scoring so the fans won't get bored. Basketball is more of an uh, offensive game, make no defense. So like Reggie was saying, I mean, I mean, I said to watch um, soccer, and you in the 98 minutes, 
And then just run up and down, nobody excludes you. Like, wow. I mean, it's kind of almost like baseball. People say baseball is doing because some games you go, there's no hit and no runs, you know? Yeah. People now, like Reggie was saying, they want to see scoring, you know, like, like football. Everybody wants a high score game, you know? They don't want that nine or six game, you know, or basketball. They want in the 123, 121 game, you know? And that's yeah. why all the rules are starting to change. And and over there, they got more patience than we have. I can't sit in on TV and watch 90 minutes. Somebody just keep running up and down the field. Yeah. And I think the other thing with it is, like, people, when you say soccer, you, there's, like, the negative connotation of, like, the mom in her minivan driving around her kids and whatnot to the game. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch it, boy. Reggie got a van. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sliding doors and all. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But that's a great question. But I'm going to tell you what. I coached soccer for a number of years, and, you know, I was very proud to have coached my daughter for a number of years. And yeah. I, 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 I grew, my love for soccer grew up just in watching her. And it's a beautiful sport. It is a beautiful sport. Love the sport. I, I'm just not uh, – Gosh, those forwards and those uh, midfielders, man, I'm just not cardiovascular cardio wise. I'm not built for that. <laughs> yeah. And my son played. And my son played, so. Okay. Do you have any other questions, Mark? No, I think that's about it. Well, thanks for calling thanks in, Mark. Get first. Thank you, guys. Yep. <laughs> Red, I didn't mean to put you out there about your van. <laughs> Got me out there in my big old van, uh, you know. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's a good one. Huh? All right, we got one question. This is from Victor from Kansas City, Missouri. Michael Jordan was the third player picked in the nineteen NBA draft. Which two team passed on him? What two teams? Yeah. Uh, number one was Houston Rockets uh, with the King Lodge one. Number two was the um, with the Portland Trailblazers because they had Clyde Drexler already. Uh, uh, Jordan was a player with very similar, uh, you know, uh, stylistics, I guess, the style of play. Uh, and, you know, and the third pick was uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, man, she know that. I told you that was right. Now everybody know that. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> 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 you went through that one. Well, I'm going to give you another real quick. The brings might be a little hard one. All right. Uh, this is from Mookie from Detroit, I think it is. Yes, Mookie! Mookie. Mookie. In 2003, the Cleveland Cavaliers took high school LeBron James with the first pick in the NBA draft. What was the name of the high school that LeBron attended? Do, 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 do. It, had, it had a name that um, it had a name that I that that that, that I can remember. I, it, it, uh, man, hold on, sir. Give me give me a second to figure figure this out here. Hey, Red, you know how that song goes? Do 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 do. do. <laughs> Man, I, 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 St. Vincent, St. Vincent, or St. Mary, something like that, St. something. <laughs> That's it, correct. All right, all right, all right. 
there you well, go. Moogie, something like Moogie that. took him a while, but he got it. <laughs> I had to think. I had to think. Now, the 1984 stuff is real big with me. That was when I first started really liking basketball. I was like, man, look at these guys go. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Red, let's, let's, we'll get to some more. That was good, Red. You two for two. That's good. Two for two. <laughs> Red, let's get on it. I want to know, what's all this? I mean, let's start with, Le- let's start with LeBron. Okay. All this up and down. He'll go here. He's going to talk to Pat Rowley. And why all this? Why LeBron just don't come out and say, hey, I'm standing here? Shucks. I don't know that. But I did find a real funny meme the other day that said LeBron James is going to make his best big decision. He's going to Germany. <laughs> That's how it's gone in soccer. James. <laughs> I don't know, man, because. I don't know. I think that's a different. I think that's a different train of thought, um, because you know, again, I'm, I'm more of an old school player. Where you know Reggie Miller, you stick with you know he he fought to the bitter end to try to get a championship. He didn't make it. Um, you know Jordan, Bird, Magic, uh, Isaiah. These guys fought to the bitter end. Uh, you know that's more of my mentality as opposed to to hopping from this place to that place. Where do you see him? I mean, why do you see him doing? I mean, you just think it's it's the money aspect, or he just like the, the challenge, the chase. But some players like that. I think too, I think there's a, I think it's a heavy burden to be the man because he's not only the best player on his team; he's the best player in the NBA. And some sometimes we we place unrealistic expectations. You know, they, you know, they're old saying that goes: they build you up. The higher they build you up, the longer the fall is on the way down. And I think the expectation is for him to pay every position, one through five, all game long, and you know all these things that he can't do alone. So he has to have a Robin. Every Batman has to have a Robin, but he needs a strong Robin for the expectations that have been placed against him. And I think uh, 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 and that's one of the reasons I think he joined forces with Dwayne Wade, who was a Hall of Famer. Uh, Chris Bosh was a terrific player. Because that burden was too difficult, too hard, too heavy for him to bear all by himself. And I think Cleveland, you know, they're, you know, when you look at people's top three things and how they're going to do it, I think number one on Cleveland and LeBron's list was to win a championship. But the, 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 when, you, when you look at the top three ways of how to do it, I think Cleveland was, you know, keep grooming LeBron and, and, you know, get some better players around them, better supporting cast, and we'll get there. Because they almost got there with the, you know, supporting cast that he had. And I think uh, uh, LeBron's mentality reflected, as Vaughn and I were talking earlier, that mentality of America. Hey, man, my time is running out. I need instant gratification now. Instead of a better cast, I need some Hall of Famers around me. And that way we can get this thing done. Quicker. Yeah, but I mean, if you say it's a heavy burden on him, you know, you know, you're the best player in the, in the world. You know what I'm saying? But why would why you just come on out and say, "Hey, I'm playing for this," and get all that other everyday media they chase you around where you gonna play at? You know? Is that yeah? I think I think that first big decision thing was uh, you know he had some bad advice on that because it created some it, it created probably more negative views about him than anything else. 
Um, nobody's bigger than the sport of basketball. Not, not Michael Jordan, not LeBron James. The sport's going to go on whether you're in it or not. And I think by him doing this whole decision and following him around, it kind of ensues or insinuates that he's bigger than the game, which a lot of true players don't really like. So, I mean, look at Reds. Remember when Michael coming off a contract? It was like, hey, they were there, they paid him one, just went for this other team, you know, you have Bird, you have Magic. Is it just different now with the sports, you know? How so? What do you mean? I mean, look at since the free agency that um, what is that called with the player association now? This new um, collective bargaining right agreement. The collective bargaining agreement. With with free agency now, now you can be a free agent and go to any team you want. Before you were stuck with that team, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I think that's just, I think that's reflective of every sport, isn't it? What's that, Rich? I think that's reflective of every sport. Again, I think the money thing plays into it because because I think practically everybody can pay. As, as, as every, everything's look, everything's kind of balanced except for those teams that go over the luxury uh, tax amount and don't care. You know, you got your your, your New Yorks, you got your Lakers, uh, Miami. Um, uh, but guys, they've got the op- options is what they have now that they didn't have in the past. And the guys are like, look, I am very blessed and fortunate to play and make millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But if, if I'm sitting in the command seat, everything's going to be dictated on what I want. And, and, and if I'm a stellar player like Dwayne Wade, uh, LeBron James, Mar- Carmelo uh, Anthony, they have the power to demand that, you know, the cast around them, the people around them, are of a certain pedigree, a very high pedigree. Whereas when you look at, you know, old, old Joe DiMaggio, uh, you know, uh, baseball, when you look at Will Chamberlain of, uh, uh, of, of old Bill Russell, those type of things, it was a different mentality. Guys fed in to the belief of the coach, and they were willing to sacrifice, and they had loyalty. The only modern-day aspect I can think of that is San Antonio. Uh, I can't, man, I, I, I was awed at the the level of, 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 the high level of competition that Popovich had his players playing. He had guys that were normal players playing extremely unnormal and doing things that perhaps they didn't even think they could do. He has those guys pop into a system that absolutely 100% works. And you look at their star players, Tim Duncan. He's not, you don't, you, you don't hear him contract negotiation. He demands 20 million, 25, or he's going to leave. He, from what I understand, is making $10 million, which is a lot of money. However, it's far below what he could make. From what I understand, he was willing to sacrifice what he made in order to attract more players so that the possibility of him winning was greater. That's, that's sacrifice. That's love for the sport. That's ultimate, you know, that's the ultimate love and, 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 and buying into a system to work. 
What we're going to do, Rich, we'll take another break. When we come back, we'll give you some more uh, trivia questions. And then we're going to talk about Camilla Anthony. And also, I want to get what you think of Dwayne Wade and see how many years you think he has left with those knees. So this Woo! is James Love and Randy, two for two. That's a tank game. We'll be right back. All right, man. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, my guest, legislator, former NBA player. You there, Red? I'm here filming love. Love. Red, we got another caller on the line. Kelly from Oregon. You there? Yes, I'm here. How you doing Hi, today? So, so, James, I know you're from Chicago. And so this question, you know, it's, it's for both of you. Um, but, there, but Chicago apparently has a plan A and plan B for trying to get some new blood on the team. Plan A is Carmelo Anthony. And I know you're going to talk about him, short, talk about him shortly, but uh, this is something I just heard about. Plan B is Gasol. Who do you think is going to be a better fit? I'm going to let you handle that, Rich. Uh, plan, plan A is Carmelo. I would go with that a thousand percent. I'm not a Gasol fan. <laughs> I'm not a Gasol. I think Gasol is a great player, but I think he's pretty long in the tooth, and his he has fewer better you know tomorrows than he has yesterdays. I mean, and one of the things you want to look at with a player is will he make his surrounding teammates better? In saying that, I was looking at a recent article from Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose, Kelly, uh, you may have seen this too. Did you read the article where he said he's not welcome there? Yes. He said that he is an offensive player only, did not focus on defense, and he's not welcome there. So, uh, 
I mean, I, 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 I'm not in that locker room. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, you know, I don't know what to talk around. You know, I think he's a tremendous talent. Uh, but uh, who has more talent? Definitely, I say Carmelo. Who has a lot more years, more to bring to the table? Carmelo. Powell is a great. I don't want to say role player because he's more than that. But but he would fit into the he would fit into the locker room better than than the Car- Carmelo would, from what I'm hearing, understanding from Derrick Rose. Right. Well, let me, Reg. Uh, if you look at um, if you look at Chicago and you look at Derrick uh, Rose and what they had, moves and all like that, they need another guy just to score. You yep. know what I'm saying? Somebody to shoot. I mean, yep. Paul, you know, so you got to find somebody that's going to be a scorer, you know. And I don't know about defense, you know, because they say defense, but you need that one guy that's going to help Derek score. They move out bands, though. Carlo Bougie is off and on every night. I mean, who do you have but him? So whoever come in, that'll be just mainly going to be your score, even if it have to be the one guy from um, Denver, um, the shooting guy. Well, you know, that's the beauty of free agency then. Uh, because if, 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 if the Chicago will have to make a hard decision on what they want. Uh, you know, Derek Rose, you know, I think he's he's been a big name there, but unfortunately he's he's had injuries. And so there, you know, there might be some suspicions as how, how well he's gonna be able to perform for these guys. Uh so do you do you do you disregard that and, and move on to the next deal? I mean, I've heard Joaquin Noah say several times, even though Derek hasn't played a lot, this is still Derek's team. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's going to be a tough decision. That would be a tough decision for management. Did that answer your question, Kelly? Yes, it did. Thank you very much. Thank you for being on there. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Did Derek will say he didn't want to come in after because he just scored? Did I hear you right? Yeah, well, he, but he, I don't know if he said that verbatim, but basically he said he's not welcome because oh. he focuses on offense and is not a team player. Dot 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 dot. I can't remember what, what he said verbatim, but he made it very, very apparent that he's not welcoming, uh, you know, uh, uh, Carmelo to to Chicago. Let me ask you this, Red. Um, Derrick Rose got to be careful because he got two injuries. <laughs> I know. Correct me if I'm right, Red. You got two injuries that if you don't do something this year, Chicago will have your head. They're going to want you out of there. Am I right? So he needs yeah. to well, that's, get somebody that's, in that's and that's shut his, you know? Even though he hasn't played, he has some big injuries. and he has, He's played very limited in the last few years. Uh, he's still recognized as a major player in, in, in the Bulls. And I think he has a very big fan following as well as his teammates. Admiration, and they look to him as a leader. So, if you're going to change leadership, uh, that's whew, that's a that's a that's, whew, that's a lot of pressure you're putting into a guy like Carmelo coming in here to step into the leadership role. You know, he might walk in there saying, "Hey, look, I just want to, I just want to be the scorer and the, you know, I, I just want to be X, Y, and Z. I didn't say anything about A, B, and C, uh, you know, C, D, and E. <laughs> you know." Wow, that's a lot of mouth to say something. You ain't did that in two years. Right, Rich? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> I figured you want to bring some out there to get the pressure off you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
But, I mean, if he doesn't think he can work well with this guy, then that's a lost wow. uh, you know, That's a lost cause. That was new to me, Raz. I'm glad you told that. Okay, Larry, let's go to a question. This is okay. Dan from Santa Rosa, California. Reggie, what current NBA players in a neck-and-neck battle with the retired Mark Price for the high score regular season free throw percentage in NBA history? Ray Allen? Nope. Uh, for, for, for free throw percentage? Yeah. Uh, the fellow from Golden State, um, today played. Oh, gosh, what's his name? I, am I right? No, no. Well, I'm not? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Who is oh, Red. Yeah, your dad. I'm disappointed. Steve Nash. Oh, is it Steve? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Steve Nash. Oh, don't happen in the years. He's doing what? He has been up there in the years of percentage. What, he like 80-something? Oh, yeah, he's up there. Oh, he's up there. You know, you know you're talking about multi, multi-talented player. He's a great soccer player, Vaughn. Steve Nash is a pretty good soccer player. And I was laughing because he had a benefit game uh, recently to which he and Dirk were on opposing teams. And if you watch the game, you know, Steve's buzzing around there, and Dirk is looking like a big old stiff <laughs> Uh, uh, what's that guy from the Mont Adams family? <laughs> Good evening or hello or whatever you're saying. Uh, man, he, he looked out of place. He really looked out he of place. He looked like that guy from Rocky, right? The, um, yeah, yeah, I will break Russia. you. Dragon, yeah. Yeah, Drago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, man, well, we get ready the next time. Friends, let, yeah. let me ask you this. Um, been on that line. How hard it is if you see these players that like say it's like the game is down by a point and it's just went. Is it a lot of pressure? I mean, can you look at the is the free throw? Nobody's bothering you. And as a fan, you say <laughs> it's funny you that you that. bring this up. Why is this funny that you bring it up? Uh, because there's nothing more lonely than when you're on that free throw line. You know, your mama can't help you, your homeboys can't help you. It's just you. It's just you, and there's a lot of pressure. And uh, you know, you got guys that thrive for that; they live for that. Those are the guys that you know that practice since they were a little kid and do the five, four, three, two, one, you know, countdown deal. And there are guys that are feel very uncomfortable doing that. Uh, why am I laughing about it? Because I played three, you know, I played three games in three days, and it was culminated yesterday, and. I was in a game yesterday where I got fouled 10 seconds left on the clock. And I promise you, dude, I, I think I airballed both of my free throws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Airball? Uh, just about. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. Um, you know, but um, there's a lot of pressure, man, and, That's the first time that's ever happened to me. I'm 43 years old, but I'm going to go ahead and say that I was just tired. (laughs) Yeah, let's go with that. We only got a few seconds left. I want to get to another question real quick. Okay. This is is Jake from South Dakota. Ooh. Uh, Reg, which individual has won the most NBA championship as a player without ever having to play for the Boston Celtics? Robert Ory? Yeah. God. 
What team is running, man? <laughs> what team? Uh, if I remember correctly, won two at Houston. Uh, I think he won three with uh, the Lakers and then two yeah. with San Antonio. Yeah, got bingo. <laughs> I, I actually played with Robert on uh, Sunday. That's who I was playing. That's one of the guys I was playing with. I'll be right back. Oh, he, he's a really good guy, isn't he? Oh, man, he is a great guy. Robert is a great guy, great personality, always smiling. You know, I saw him the other day. I'm like, Big Will Smith, how you doing? <laughs> You know, but good guy. Great well, guy. Well, man, that's what we're going to do every time you know, we're going to ask a question, and then actually uh, we'll have the caller come in and ask you the trivia question. Is that okay? That that sounds good that. to me, man. Sounds good to me. Well, thank you for having being on the show again, Randy. Uh, like I said, let me know you'll be on again, and we'll get it done again. Sounds good. Take care, man. Been feeling in love. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks for being on, man. All right. Bye-bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.